You have wondered what you would be able to do if you were the ultimate version of you, right? You would then have an easy time creating what you want, and yes, effortlessly enjoying life too. Now, you may know this already, the influence you have over your reality is far beyond what you've been told. Soon, you realize that your outer world is merely a mirror of your inner world, and we're here to connect the dots for you. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to God Mode. We will disclose powerful cheat codes for those of you who know you're ready to win or win bigger and to be the ultimate you because it's time. Presented by Upgrade, we are programmers of the human mind. And if you're here listening carefully, we will show you how to rewrite your codes that govern your reality. Till now, these cheat codes have been only offered to those who are privileged to be within the inner circle of the true masters. Now, enter God Mode. And welcome back to God Mode. How's it going, everyone? Welcome back. 2023, right around the corner, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, what are we, mid-December right now? Christmas is around the corner, too. I got I to gotta get some gifts. <laughs> yeah. You and me both. Thank you, Amazon. <laughs> After Christmas is New Year's, right? And there's kind of a an energy around setting, what, New Year's resolutions. Hmm. But it's also kind of like a... It's like a joke, like for other people. And I'm actually guilty of this. And we're like, yeah, oh, I hope that in the year 2023, my plan is to stop eating processed sugar. But like in the back of my head, I'm like, mm, will I? Like, really? Like, I, what is that? It's almost like when you set a New Year's resolution, it's a meme. It's a joke. It's like, oh, it's like a flick of the coin in the well. I hope something else just swoops in and takes over and pilots me into achieving those goals. Mm. So, I mean, enlighten us. What do you think about that? Resolutions, right, are much like goals. And William and I and you, we've all talked about this prior in episodes, how we may have, you know, a label behind the word goal. When we think of word goal, we're like, well, I set a goal prior, whether it was a financial goal or another goal of some kind. And if you didn't achieve that, now you have this negative feeling and association towards the word goal. So when you set new goals in the future, you're not as motivated to get there, or you're not feeling as 100% congruent to get to them because of past failure. So when you think of New Year's resolutions, sometimes there's this almost unfortunate feeling around it. We're like, yeah, I'll set a new resolution because it's a brand new year. And maybe it'd be a brand new me. Well, it could be. However, what are you going to do to change your programs behind it so goals can be more achieved easier? And of course, we have some cool trains to help out people do that. Hmm. Yeah, that's probably a solid stocking stuffer is the 21 day focus challenge. Subtle plug for that. But I think it, it is interesting if the association exists with the idea of goals and it's like, well... I haven't hit goals before. It's like, okay, pull the room. Who hasn't? <laughs> yeah. But even past that, though, you could zoom in a bit more and say how many people have failed a New Year's resolution. Because also, you know, some people have hit their goals. A New Year's resolution, I'm going to stick to this for the next 365 days, maybe in perpetuity. Um, I would say there's, for some people, at least as I've observed, you're probably closer to saying I've got a better relationship with the word goals than I even do with the word New Year's resolutions than the phrase New Year's resolutions. So that's an interesting idea that our minds tend to associate the likelihood of an outcome we're going to follow through on something based off our, our previous experience. So 
Yeah, I mean, in addition to the trainings, the sophisticated paths that William carves out for you. I mean, what are some what are some things that we can give uh, good folks at home today to get really serious about what it means to take your New Year's resolution seriously and know that there can be a different outcome this year? I think one of the best things that I've come to learn and a suggestion, an encouragement I could give to any listener who is curious about Upgrade or are Upgrade listeners now too that I speak with a lot is become a master observer of your language Mm. and the language that you hear around you because language does not describe but it defines our reality, right? And we're all going to have different definitions behind the labels of the words. Your definition of success is going to be different than my definition of success. Elon Musk definition of success or maybe someone who lives in africa or india right so everyone's going to have a different label behind that and a different association behind that right just like when i say the word fun sometimes i say some things fun like going in cold plunges and people are like my girlfriend she's like that's not fun (laughs) i'm not going in a cold plunge with you right what is wrong with you how is that (laughs) your association's fun you're like yeah i'm freezing and i'm uncomfortable it's awesome yeah (laughs) but words have power like that we know that they're powerful in that we have associations behind them. So when we think of resolution, we think of goal. So if you have a negative connotation or association to the word goal, that's why you may not take it as a seriously, therefore you may not achieve your goal in the future. Mm. So how do you redefine that? You begin to decode it, right? Let's take the example of you with processed sugar, if that is a goal for you, right? Yeah, processed sugar is in just about everything, but also it doesn't have to be if you take the additional time and maybe that's the thing. I don't want to take the additional time to seek out the better ingredients and do the, but we've, I have programs around that. And so, but let's start there. Let's say I want to focus this year on specifically what's going in my body. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it may be too small of a goal, honestly. Really? Yes. So that is why we sometimes don't achieve goals. And this is why in the 21-day training, William has designed it to be 90-year goals because sometimes if it's something so small and so minuscule that the unconscious mind doesn't get motivated by it. Oh. Right? So let's take processed sugar, for example. If we know that in the short term, we can have processed sugar and it's not going to affect our everyday lives too much, right? Then the unconscious mind, because... Its job is to preserve energy for the mind and the body and to follow the path that is most familiar. That's its job, right? So it may look at the processed sugar goals like, well, you know, I think you can actually get away with it. I think it's good because its job is just to take the orders from the conscious mind. Hmm. So it falls along that path, the path of most familiar, and it still doesn't. But if your goal is bigger, if your goal is long-term health, you want to live to 150 years, you want to have 10% body fat. You want to look and feel great all the time. You want to true have vital health with clean um, nutrition, micronutrient food, right? right? You want to have great hair, great skin. You want to have a great energy for sex life. You want to drink great water. And that is part of a bigger goal for your health of how your identity is around it, right? You'll see how processed sugar would then not support that macro goal. Whoa, that is a toy. <laughs> okay. Well, so, I mean, it goes back to the don't think about a pink elephant thing, which is literally one of our favorite things, one of William's favorite things to kind of reframe it. It's like, if I say don't think about a pink elephant, 
where I say don't consume processed sugar, I'm still presupposing a world where that needs to exist in some way. So really what you just did, and if everyone heard that, the whole concept got completely flipped on its head. I now feel like way more motivated to experience how my body would feel if I'm concerned about the quality of water and how much better I'm gonna feel because my body feels hydrated and the food that's going in is helping my gut biome. And so it's, I feel naturally more healthy, more energetic. So then if I'm focused on those things, there's literally no room left for something that's at a detriment to my goals. So maybe that's really it is. I've got to corral my mind around the benefits of that. So really stripping that down, you're saying I just don't have enough detail on why I would want to remove processed uh, sugars or processed foods. And my thought is like, well, I like those because it's fast and it's convenient and Mm. I don't like spending time like making food. And so then I go, well, that's a pretty... That's a pretty tall uh, hurdle for me in my mind, at least it could have been, to overcome. But it's like, well, you just need better reasons to do that then. And so when people say, hey, in the coming year, I want to, well, what are some things that people typically say? They want to quit smoking. I've heard that before. I want to get off those, you know, those cigarettes or whatever it may be. I want to um, go to bed early. Hmm. I want to get up early in the morning. I want to go to the gym four days a week. All these things I can definitely, <laughs> yeah, I love my sleeping in. Yeah. And so there's something to that. So then everyone is starting to realize now that the reasons behind it are maybe what's lacking. Those are good goals. Those are like awesome things to peg onto the wall and say, yeah, like pfft, who doesn't want to do that? Those are good things. You're not fooling. Like, no one's like, is it really? Is, should I, is that better for me? Obviously. Mm. But why? What is your reasoning behind it? And can you really make it solid for you as to like, oh, now I want to freaking go to bed at like 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock at night. So true. Like, why? Well, because my reasons are bigger than my enjoyment that I might get from staying up later at night. I'm, I'm basically right now talking to a mirror <laughs> to be clear. This is a critique for me. I need this more than anyone else on this pod. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's beautifully said. I mean, the why behind it drives us, right? And too often, you got to get more specific with the why. Because if I just say why, it might be too generalized and you might get a generalized answer. And we've said this plenty of times for our listeners who's been with us for a while the quality of your life will depend on the quality of choices you give yourself, mm. which will depend on the quality of questions you ask yourself. When I talk to clients, we have our current clients and they're like, well, I ask myself, what learnings do I need to learn? And I'm like, well, that might be too vague. Did your unconscious mind give you a learning about Kim Kardashian? Because terrible learning. I mean, that's just a, and this is nothing against Kim Kardashian, yeah, no, but it's yeah. just like, it's vague. It's generalized, right? So if you want a learning that's more specific to the actual question of something you're trying to get, get more specific with the linguistic programming behind it. Mm. So What do you mean? I mean, say it the way you want it to be said, right? If I want to collect more money, right, I'm going to ask myself, unconscious mind, is there something that I need to learn that when I learn it, that's the program behind it, will allow me to close and collect money faster to me now whoa it's a mathematical equation by the linguistic program behind it the quality of the question then 
gives me the quality of answers that I get myself. So give us the question one more time, because this is huge, guys. If you don't have your notepads because you're driving, that's wise. If you're not <laughs> driving, listen to this question. This, I can't believe we're giving this away for free, frankly. This is in our, but go ahead and say it again. Yeah. Again, if it's centered around money, right? If I'm looking to collect, which a lot of our clients, and we have successful clients too, are still looking to get into that seven to eight figures. And they're like, this deal's not flowing. Uh, for some reason, I'm like, all right, let's get the question better. So for me, a question that I would like to ask, unconscious mind, what is one learning that when I learn it will allow me to then collect money, close and collect money faster now. So the linguistic programming, it's very binary, right? It's plus one, plus one, be it what we do not want to have in there. And I'll say that very specifically, do not want to have in there is words like negative connotations like don't, right? So if someone says, oh, I don't want to be in debt anymore. I don't want to be overweight anymore. And they use those as New Year's resolutions. You just told your unconscious mind because it only just takes away from the negation mm -hmm. to focus on be in debt or be overweight. So if someone does a New Year's resolution with wrong linguistic program behind it, that could be another reason why failure doesn't happen, why failure happens, and they don't get the result that they want. People th like that seems maybe to some people on like the first like the first experiential time you hear that your language might actually be a huge part of why things are going maybe the way they are that kind of can seem like trite or like oh that's kind of maybe that's anecdotal for you it's it can seem that way until you start doing it mm -hmm. and that is the truth there is something about the way that we speak it is a reflection of the way that we think and you said this earlier in the pod, and it's been said before, and this is so important for people to understand. The words that you use are not just describing things. This blanket is green. My cat is asleep. The, I am defining them. Mm. That blanket is my best friend. That cat is cute and adorable, which both things are true. Well, not the blanket thing, but the reality is, is Wish if, they could see her cat. Right oh, now. you guys, she's, she's just cute as can be. <laughs> but the, if the words then are my new year's goals are so big, I don't know if I'll succeed or I might fail, but I'm going to try. Hmm. Or my relationship is the, uh, the most confusing thing in my life or my job is, uh, making me miserable things that people say that maybe even in the past I might have said what you're doing is reaffirming those realities I, I, I might have given this example before but when I was um, I thought there was maybe some humility in saying in the past like uh, oh I'm just a well I'm, oh, I broke up this this relationship well I, I'm just an a-hole you know and that mm -hmm. was this kind of code that in the past that I would say I'm like oh well you know I'm just an a-hole like I you know, I don't know if relationships or whatever it was. And then in the iteration of that, there's no real benefit from me saying that. All I'm doing is reaffirming things. The second I remember when my language changed and I became, I'm actually a really loving, positive person. I'm also learning with every step that I go. Well, doesn't that feel better? Hmm. That feels so much better. I've given myself that forgiveness then. I've given myself that acknowledgement that, you know what? At any given moment, we live in a quantum reality where the entire outcome of it can change. And how is that done? 
It is embracing a different set of beliefs about yourself and it's changing the language that accompanies that. And the second you do that, the second you go, I'm going to give 5% more today at work because that's who I am because I'm actually someone that can give more. And so I'm doing that today. And then you get a little concrete, add some pixels, or I'm going to give my family or my relationship, I'm going to give it more because I'm not feeling at the end of my rope. No, what's the opposite of that? I actually am feeling like I'm getting better every single day. It's like my girlfriend and I, we just had this conversation. So at Upgrade, we've been traveling a lot. Mm. We've been going to events. We were just in Miami. We were in Nashville before that. We've had a lot of different flights that we've had to catch. And in that, it's like, whoa, like I found myself going, we need a, we need a break for a few days. And then I thought, well, we get a convenience of like sleeping on our own time. We don't have to get up at 6 a.m. and report anywhere. We have the luxury of being able to kind of decide, okay, the morning starts when we're ready. Mm-hmm. For all I know, maybe we actually are full of energy. And we had to kind of catch ourselves. I was like, oh, we just need a break. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Why am I saying that? You know? And then that shift, I actually noticed the way my body felt after that. I was like, I think I have plenty of energy. Yeah, I got a rest day. I'm good. Yeah, that's perspective, right? Yeah. Because people sometimes will be like, oh, this is so hard, right? This is happening at work. This is happening within the economy. This is happening over here. Uh, Dude, there's people who, there's children out there right now literally being born on dirt floors in third world countries, all right? So I'm not trying to get super dramatic. I'm just trying to give perspective here. And I remember how I like to remind myself about that because perspective gives you more gratitude for life right i get to do this i'm not oh i have to do this i get to wake up i get to work with beautiful people who are smart who are looking to change the world and i get to do x y and z and let's be real man there are parts of the world where some people do not have an option right Mm -hmm. and we are trying to do what we want to do with upgrade to eventually get to that point that's part of William's mission. That's part of Upgrade's mission, right? To help humanity. So I have to remember that perspective, just like you just did, that there's parts of the world right now who are unfortunately aren't in that privilege of a situation where we are right now. And keeping that perspective will enable you. It will empower someone to get more done faster. And what I'm asking more of our listeners to consider is what have you not considered yet beyond that? Perspective shift is massive, right? Gives you gratitude. Can you begin to master your language though? And language, as Brady, as you were just saying, can define your reality, right? It can define your reality in such a powerful way that you're describing what is going on around you, but then you're defining your mind, your emotional state too. And that can, we see with people sometimes who, are very abrasive, right? Maybe they're very aggressive with their language and they're yelling derogatory statements towards someone and they're saying, you this, you that, and it's negative words are coming out after, right? And I get at some level that they're trying to maybe be inspiring. However, the unconscious mind takes things very personally. So they look at things as a mirror and they hear the word you, the word you and I are very interchangeable where the unconscious mind might take that personally. Mm. And now they're in that emotional state. So you got to be aware of how you use words. Right. And how your words, how you describe yourself, it projects. So 
again, my encouragement for someone going into 2023 or whatever year you're listening to this, because this podcast, I hope, goes on for many years. Oh, so you're listening to this in the future, whatever year it is, be a master observer of your language and other people's language around you. And that will help you get what you want faster, too. We just finished up our incredible sales god training. Um, it first off, oh my gosh! Like I, I've been through all of trainings that William has put on, and I just couldn't. I mean, it, it's so it was so different. You know, it was like literally just a whole different hemisphere of considerations. And then upgrade X blows my mind, but these were really tangible tools, right? Hmm. And in the course of that training, we were able to, in practice, see how these things will make a tangible difference almost immediately. And the reason I bring this up is because after that, there's so many things, so many incredible tools that the people that got to go on this training were handed. So many, in fact, that you know, he reached out to me, one guy, and he said, hey, man, like I have never looked at the world this way before. And so I'm almost not even sure, like, you know, where do I start with all of these? Like I have pages of notes. Which one would you recommend starting with first as mm -hmm. far as implementing it into my life? And I was like, I can totally relate to this because when you do dive in to this incredible ecosystem of considerations, trainings and tools, new thoughts, it's like, oh, my gosh, I feel as though I I've gone from like elementary school to like some high level class and it actually all makes sense. It's just it's a big jump. So what I said was, it was like, the key is, of course, focusing on one thing that seems to resonate with you the most. But the real key past that is the person that's the, then the most immediately in your life. Explain to them what you want to do. Because if the people in our life, let's say a spouse or like a roommate or a best friend, whatever people's dynamics are, if that person is aware that, hey, uh, for 2023, I want to change how I talk. It's like, what? Well, yeah, no, I do. Well, I'm learning that the way that I talk is actually having a humongous impact on the way that I'm perceiving things. If I'm convinced, and this happened to me years ago, and it's so different now, but it's I love talking about it. If I'm convinced that everyone in my life is, you know, uh, trying to get something from me or whatever that perception would be, my behaviors might then unconsciously create that reality because my words, what I was describing, what I thought I saw were actually defining them. And then my behaviors were bringing them into life. So, Hey, person in my life, my spouse, my best friend, uh, my roommate, my family, I really want to change how some of my words are. And I want to start with this. And so can you hold me accountable now? Can you, and this is what I want to do. I want to specifically focus on when I, and this is maybe what you could say. I want to focus on the moments when I say not. And you and I just talked about this before we started the podcast. It is baked into so much of society's language that <laughs> when we're on the road and William loves talking about this and you see don't drive drowsy. Yeah. I wasn't. <laughs> I'm feeling a little sleepy now and everyone that's driving right now, you're safe, you're awake, you're alert, but don't give up. Yeah. Like, what are you saying? That was a presupposition of it, of giving up. That wasn't even on the radar. And now it's like, now I've got that hurdle and a minute bit of encouragement, but that doesn't seem odd normally. That seems like something that Nike would put on a shirt, but that should be odd. That should be weird. 
There should be clarity around the way that our words are shaping our, our reality or not. We need to break the pattern of the majority's focus because the mm -hmm. majority as a collective focuses on the thing we don't want rather than the thing we do want. And that's where the language is going towards. Why well, would say someone say don't give up because they don't want failure and they believe if they don't give up that they'll eventually get what they want and they won't fail. Right. Instead of the mind doesn't process the negative, And this is why they in flight school, aviation school, I've told this before on the, this podcast, in aviation school, they tell pilots, never, they never said the words to them. Hey, don't look over there. They always say incoming object approaching whatever coordinate. Yeah. Stay focused over here. If they're telling a pilot that there's a reason behind it. Right. Yeah. Because they've trained. They understand the mind at a neuroscience level that. Hey, the mind is not going to process the negative and it's just going to go over there. So you tell someone, don't give up. Hey, you may say that to a kid, right? A parent may say that to a kid and there's love behind it, right? Don't touch the, don't touch the electrical socket, right? The because hot stove. It's the, the first thing that jumps out of people's mouths. Hot stove, electrical stove, whatever it is. But what's the intention behind it? It's love. They're trying to protect them. They're right. trying to keep them safe. We get it. So if you're a parent, I get it, right? I've said these language too in the wrong way but the focus is on the failure the focus is on the pain rather than focus on hey how do i keep them safe mm. how do i get them to win right hey that's hot that's hot right let's not touch that right instead of don't touch that yeah it's a huge different uh, focus so instead of don't give up if you were saying I am continuously focusing on the efforts and attracting the right people, the right opportunities and the resources that are easily and effortlessly going to bring the opportunities to me that I want. It's a whole different mindset right? when you define it that way. But it's the majority's collective, unfortunately, as a whole, we have this weird collective of just focusing on the, the negative. And that's the language around it that supports it. So in our very first training, it's called focus training for a reason. It's only $100. However, it may be the most important factor within all of our trainings because upgrade as a company, we're here to help someone upgrade the operating system, their mind. And as you go through the levels, you become super updated. Our clients who just got back from sales, God, they're saying it, right? Mm. They're texting us. They're like, this is happening. This is happening, right? And I'm getting all these new sales. I'm closing on these new deals. People go through Upgrade X. They're like, my mind's blown. I don't know what William just did in a great way, a positive way, yeah. right? I'm drawing in all this success I didn't think I was even worthy of before. I do now. Yep. Too often, though, I'll get on the phone with some of our clients, and I've been guilty of this before in the past, too, and they'll say, hey, this is happening in a negative way. This is happening in a negative way. And I'll ask them, and I'll listen to them, too. And I'll hear by their language, what are they focused on, right? So if we just upgraded their entire operating system and made it super fast, super aware, super focused, yet the user is focused on the negative still, we just made a fast, hyper-focused computer, and now the user still focused on the negative even faster. Imagine that. Imagine a super tuned-in quantum supercomputer capable of absorbing all of the incredible data around us but the purpose of aggregating that data is all the positive things that you have a lot of detail around. Yeah. And that's, you know, so for people that have listened for a minute, so I was 
uh, a content director on one of the world's largest YouTube channels now, basically the largest now. And before that though, my job was, uh, I did door to door sales to pay for college. My first summer doing this, and we wanna give you, the reason I'm saying this is, well, here's why. When you decide that 2023 is your year, where do you go with that? And in fact, what does your year look like? If you were to know right now, pull up that picture in your head, what is my year, my 2023, what's that look like? And if that's unbelievably, beautifully crystal clear, and you know all of the things that are coming towards you, you've got a phenomenal set of details and data, and those things are gonna come to you. If I said, what is your 2023, when you know it's your year, what does that look like? And then you go and your mind's trying to pull it up, and it's kind of like, like a flickering, like neon sign, like, you know, if it's, if there's, if there's lacking data there, then there's an opportunity to create some clarity so that those things come to you. So I'm going to describe the reason I bring up my story is because this was how I brought something into my reality years ago before I even had training. And now I have a much more precise set of formulas because I've gone through the upgrade training, but I was knocking doors selling pest control accounts. I mean, just the grindiest college job you can imagine. And I thought if I'm going to sacrifice a whole summer, this is the way I looked at it, of not hanging out with friends, there's that word not, and not doing this and, and not having fun, I'm gonna make it worth it. Well, what do I want? Ooh, I want that motorcycle. I want this cool motorcycle, silver. I want it to look this way and feel this way. And I was like, I, that doesn't feel real enough to me though. Cause I also want like a, I want a yacht. I want this, I want that. But what I did is I created a story. See, if I want something bad enough, I wanna know how is that seat going to feel the first time I straddle the bike? What's that smell of the fuel injection, the gas, the exhaust coming out the back? What's that motorcycle smell like? What does it feel like when that thing is rumbling and I turn it on and the first time I get onto the highway, what is the wind flying past me gonna feel like? As for the first time, that moment that I know that I achieve my goal, that I set for myself with clarity, I was able to then experience the thing after it. Well, what is that moment going to look like? I started creating it in my head. I want this thing, and so this is what it's gonna feel like. I put that jacket on, I merge onto the highway, I can feel the wind, the warmth. It was clear as day, and I remember the exact route I said I was gonna take. And any time then that I was in the process of my day-to-day, whether it's you know for folks, they go to the office or they do this. For me, it was knocking doors that time. Anytime I would get someone yelling at me or a door slammed, I'm just, I'm not as motivated in that moment. I went back and I went back to that, that image, that story, that feeling. I reminded myself, what does the fuel smell like? What does the warm seat and the rumbling engine feel like between my legs? How am I going to, what am I going to hear? And so those details, they were so clear to me, man. It was like I had like lived that a thousand times. So then, because I had anchored myself to a really clear vision of this one thing that I wanted, and you can do it with a lot of things, by the time I actually got it, I'd already lived that memory a thousand times, mm. but it was the first time I was doing it for real. And so it was exactly as I had remembered it. And that made that moment actually a thousand times more beautiful. I wasn't take robbing from Peter to pay Paul. I was saying that I want something and I have clarity on what it is. And so I will tell each of my senses, this is what I think that'll look like. Unconscious mind. Are you enticed by this? The unconscious mind says, oh, heck yeah, that sounds awesome. Mm -hmm. 
And as I would replay this moment in my mind, it came into my reality. So for 2023, what do you want more than anything else? Do you want that feeling of the moment that you paid off the last of your house or the moment that the keys were handed to you and you got that house on a great deal? Do you want to know that that last credit card was finally done and you have that financial latitude to make that next step? Well, what's that next step look like? What's something that's going to get you excited? Because if you add that texture, that clarity, that detail, the smell, and you put a little bit of like thought and thinking into it, you're not going to wander into this wonderful outcome. You'll have precision around it. That's a beautiful transition into the other part that we teach at Upgrade. It's not just about the language. It's about getting that feeling mm. and having that future memory. Because if we just set the goal and then we're not motivated by the goal, as you said with the bike, and now that I know you do like bikes, why don't you get a bike so we can ride together? Right? I know. You just got one today. It's downstairs right now, y'all. Michael got the coolest looking motorcycle. Everyone drive safe. That's right. On whatever you're driving. Um but that's the second part, right? How are you motivating the unconscious mind, which is the crew? We've used this analogy plenty of times. We're the captain. The conscious mind's the captain. And the crew is the unconscious mind. It's super powerful. And it wants to take you there. Give it motivation. Give it something that would motivate it. So all the time, it wants pleasure. And it's motivated towards the things it want. And if you can tie it to the identity of who you want to be, because here, it's not about the goals. It's about the person who can easily and effortlessly achieve any goal they want. So if you tie that future memory of whatever it was with Brady, it was the motorcycle. He's the person on the motorcycle who's achieved it, right? If it comes back to the earlier example of processed sugar, you tie this future identity of someone who is in perfect health, right? And perfect is subjective, of course, but you're in clean good health, you're feeling great all the time, your body looks good, like you just got that good energy and you know that, hey, if I had processed sugar in here, it probably wouldn't make me feel as good and make me look as good, then that's not going to be a part of the identity of who you want. Be motivated and install it. That's why sometimes people don't get the resolutions that they want because of those three factors. You have a negative connotation towards the word goal, your linguistic programming, how you speak about it is not right. And then you're not really motivating yourself enough to give massive motivation to get those, to get the new you, get the goals, right? You can do those three things. And of course, that's what Upgrade teaches very specifically on. Man, <laughs> you could achieve things much, much faster. And this is, I want to be very specific with this last thing that I'm going to add in here. This is different than manifesting. I yes. talk to a lot of people who think, Oh, you guys are just manifesting. Oh, it's just like manifesting. Yeah, I've heard of it. I see it on TikTok. Yeah. Um, listen, I'm a spiritual person too. And I do believe that we can manifest. However, there are too many people who, I'll put it this way. They let themselves off the hook or they'll say it's still manifesting because it hasn't happened yet. Right? If it hasn't happened yet, they're like, oh, it still needs to manifest more. Well, here at Upgrade, we're about precision. We're about precise timing and programming. So that's why the language that we use, the linguistic program that we use for the equations and the formulas has to be very specific with the when of the timing. Because we don't want to just sit around and be like, why didn't that happen yet? I wonder if it's still manifesting. Hmm. No, I want it to happen faster for me. I want it to happen for our clients faster. 
So we do precise precision to get those results and the data back faster. That is different than manifesting, right? Where, hey, it may happen, maybe it won't happen. Maybe the world just hasn't aligned. Maybe Jupiter's not in Saturn. I don't know all the good stuff, right? <laughs> I'm an asparagus. And so, <laughs> uh, yeah, I love that. You know, when you said that too, because there is a growing interest in this. And I, you know, I know I was kind of making a meme out of it and you were kind of like, it is a word that I think is a foot in the door and that's mm. huge. And that does need to be acknowledged and respected because for a lot of people, and I've seen this before, a lot of people that go through their lives to them, life is like a hurricane and they were just born leaves. I've met people like that before and it's just kind of the outcome isn't it's handed down to them. But then the kind of the moment that someone goes, hang on, do I get a say in this? I think that that's like a, a small light, like like a flashlight, low wattage. It kicks on for the first time. I think that's comparable to the, the top down principle of manifesting. I feel like that's that moment where someone says, I could maybe have a real say in how my 2023 will go hmm. instead of like, well, whatever happens is going to happen. Those can, well, <laughs> you can. And so it's kind of like a, like you click on a flashlight. William talks about this actually at length, the difference between a, a flashlight, let's say like a low wattage led flashlight and a laser pointer is focus. And so while manifesting, I think is that spiritual first foot in the door, I'm connected to something divine. Maybe I've experienced, you know, things, whether in meditation or by the influence of other things, maybe I've tapped into something that shows that reality is much more malleable and it's way less concrete than we think. I mean, heck, there was a Nobel prize that was just awarded at the end of October where they were definitively with science, a lot of dudes that are way smarter than me, definitively saying local reality has actually been proven to not be a thing. Well, what the heck does local reality mean? It's like, that's kind of a silly thing. If I have a table or an apple, I had to go a nice bite out of this, a red apple, bink, put it right there on the table. And then I look away from it and I walk away. Well, the apple is still there. That's what we thought. Now what we're learning is that in this local reality understanding, that's not necessarily the case. The double slit experiment, people can kind of go and observe, read through that. That's kind of a really like high level version of it. But really, why am I saying this? Because we are living in a world of waves and particles. This is theoretical physics, but a lot of these things are now starting to get anchored and grounded. And if everything is just waves, that apple that's on the table may assemble itself in some way because me as the observer, the human dictating reality in that moment, I have a quantum supercomputer in my brain connected to a giant data stream that is beautiful and incredible. The reason I feel like I thought about this person and then they called me out of nowhere, you know, kind of that serendipitous moment. Mm. But when I look and I go, where's the apple? I am observing the apple. And the apple, according to this Nobel Prize winning set of research, shows that it may be there because I'm observing it. So if language is the way that we describe reality, language may be how we're defining it. You deserve to have a better 
2023. You deserve to have the best 2023. You deserve to feel healthy and to know that the people around you, they're growing with you, but they love you. And everyone deserves to have more. And the sooner that you realize that your manifesting light comes on, and that's awesome, but there are now incredible, there's a whole journey and set of considerations that that roll out from that point. And it can take some time. It can also go a lot faster, which is why I'd upgrade um, the formulas, the means of getting what you want happen a lot faster because there is the laser, the laser pointer like precision instead of kind of the same wattage, but it's cast across a big wide open flashlight kind of illuminating a lot of stuff. We, you may, you want one thing or two things or five. If you get precise with it, use these formulas and be cognizant of your language. I promise you, it will shock you to your core how fast that stuff starts coming into your life. And it's incredible. And you control way more of it than you think. Yeah. And I think what you just said with the observing of the apple, what can we take away from that? Focus goes, right? When you focus on something, energy goes where focus flows. Or excuse me, energy flows where focus goes and attention goes, right? Yeah. So observing, that's the power of focus. So you focus on the apple. So if I'm focusing on the negative things of the problem, that's where my energy is going to naturally flow towards. Rather than focusing on the feedback from the whatever happens, right? Oh, if I don't get the result I want, there's feedback that lies in here. Let me focus on that and try to also focus on the positive as well. What do I continuously want? Our entry-level training, it's about focusing on the things you want. Our next level training with sales gods and the upgrade X levels ones, we give you even more precise formulas. So as you were talking about, some of our clients were at sales god, they're coming back, they're like, what the heck, man? It's happening just the way William or you said it was going to happen. That's why William can be precise. Listen, we make no financial guarantees whatsoever at any level of our program whatsoever, guys. However, we can get pretty generalized, right, with statistics because we've measured it where a client who answers in sales god within a certain time frame period like three to six months we usually see a two to a four x in income right and then if they stay on us with around the 12 to 18 18 month mark the numbers get increased even more we've seen some clients who have almost a 1200 percent roi on their income and what they've invested as well that's significant what does that mean their level of focus it has increased and their language and their linguistic programming has got better behind it. So that really cool, noble prize. What does that tell us? Because listen, I'm not an astrophysics. I'm not a Nobel prize. All right. But I can, I can read between the lines. They're telling me that I have the power of focus. So do you. And if we focus on the negative, my world's going to be a projection of that. If I focus on the positive and if I can rewrite it the way I want it, my world's going to be a projection of that too. So in 2023 or wherever you're at and whenever you're listening to this podcast, remember to focus on what you want and you'll get it faster. Yeah, couldn't agree more. This is your chance to jump into an outcome and a reality that you decided. You planned it, added some detail, and you said this isn't a wish. This isn't a flip. And it'll start as a wish. It's huge. It's manifesting to say, I wish for these things. You're drawing in a better outcome because you deserve a better outcome. Now, how fast do you want it? Mm. And there are a lot of key steps, but remember 
that the way that you're talking about the world is going to play a much bigger role in it than you probably gave credit for uh, in the past. So uh, I would say homework is look for the word not (laughs) and then ask the person in your life, your spouse, roommate, whoever, your family. If you hear me saying not, can you tell me? Because my goal is to have a lot of success this year, to have wealth, to feel physically better. And how am I gonna achieve that? Well, it's funny you ask. I have all of this detail that I've now added to each of those things. And that feels pretty good. Because if you know you wanna eat healthier, but you haven't imagined you as your healthiest, most fit self, that just kind of seemed like a wish. Yeah. So, you know. I mean, that's our encouragement then for everyone who's listening to this, 2023, Brady and Michael's encouragement, master your language. That should be your resolution. Heck yeah. Everyone's resolution. Master your language, you guys. This has been a good one. Um, Looking forward to the next one next week. Of course. It's always good to be with you, my friend. Until next time, everyone. We'll see you. Bye.